0: You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about?
1: Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Um... You
0: know, work, was, work has been... Cool. Mm-hmm. You know I've been getting things done mm-hmm. um, This week is the first week of June And we return to the office
1: mm-hmm. I have
0: lots of <laughs> Feelings Feelings Lots of thoughts so deep and, in my feelings Thoughts
1: and feelings <laughs> um, I'm only going to be in the office once a week mm-hmm. And you're looking forward to seeing people
0: who said, who said that? Who said that? Okay. Who said that? You know something? Because I know when I do go in, I would get those. Because some people, mm-hmm. and I try not to judge, but I kind of do, in the grand scheme of things, thinking about the pandemic and how much it's... For a lot of people brought clarity, perspective on their lives and how they want to live. hmm and for some people to sit up here after over a year in a deadly global pandemic to say one of the things I look forward to most as this pandemic ends is seeing y'all in the office. I have to step back and say what a sad life you lead. I'm sorry because...
1: And I also wonder had those people been running the streets? Because like you've been traveling because you don't miss that. like, But every but that, Like basically
0: I'm... There's a. They asked all staff to share their most excitable. The standard answer people were saying, traveling. People yeah. were saying, I'm excited to see my mother. I've not seen her in a year. Right. I'm excited to see family. Like that. Yeah. And you have a couple people who are like, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in the office. Are you crazy? <laughs> are you dense? Or are you dumb? <laughs> What's going on? They miss you so much. They're lying. I didn't speak to you when we were in the office. (laughs) The reason why I think it's crap is because, like, I didn't speak to you Mm pre-pandemic, and you miss me? (laughs) Stop lying. I don't know if they're trying to impress leadership with that Mm -hmm. or if they genuinely meant that. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like... But you like, not me. Not this one. Well, I, I mean, I do know that there are people I work with where work really is their lives mm-hmm. and you know taking the judgment out of it mhm if that's where they find the most joy right then okay mm-hmm. for me work was never it was never going to be the center of my life right. i never had a desire for it to be and sometimes it is hard for me to understand how people center Mm -hmm. their careers, especially, um, careers that aren't, like, we ain't changing, we ain't changing lives over here. It's not like, (laughs) you know, it's not saving lives, it's not Mm -hmm. making this crazy impact where maybe it does give you some sort of, personal fulfillment. And if it does give them fulfillment, then cool, it is what it is. Yeah. But from my perspective, it's like, this is what you got. Because it's like... Part of it does feel like, well, that kind of feels sad that that's so much of your life because part of it is the capitalistic machine that we all have to work and live in that I personally think... Drives a lot of people in a way that they don't realize they're being controlled and manipulated yeah. so that's why I'm like I try not to judge I'm like that kind of seems sad though that yeah. that's such a peak of joy
1: for you yeah. work right. and seeing co-workers well cause that's what I was about to say I think it is a beautiful thing to be fulfilled in your job because plenty of people aren't actually fulfilled in what they do everyday but the thing is you didn't stop working You've been working this right, entire time. we've been working this entire time. <laughs> so, so it's not like any of these people stopped working, because there are some people that weren't able to work or whatever. Yeah, my
0: organization, people, we've been working this entire time. They've been working time. this whole time,
1: so it's not that they miss work. They literally miss seeing... People in the office. The <laughs> <laughs> And here's the thing, though, and the reason I call
0: them out on it, the people were saying it, they literally don't talk to people. Right. These are the most unfriendliest <laughs> un-social. So they, social. they miss being mean. They
1: basically.
0: miss being seen. Cause like, <laughs> you don't talk to people. Right. You barely speak. Yeah. You're not a social person. Mm-hmm. How you sit up here saying you miss seeing people? Yeah. Huh? <laughs>
1: I'm yeah. expecting
0: a different behavior in post pandemic life then. Right. I'm expecting you to be more chipper and yeah. chipper, and you want to have conversation because pre pandemic, I didn't even I There are certain staff members I didn't see for weeks at a time. When we worked in the office every day with each other. Right. And those same people are being like, I'm excited to see people. Like they don't be held up in their office with the door shut mm-hmm. on a regular basis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just very interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. I. Can't say I miss office shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I was cool working from home. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm only going in once a week. That's about all I could take at this point. Right. I don't want to do anything more than that. Yeah. I like the flexibility. I like washing laundry at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. And I will always... Tuesday is my laundry day, too. I will, That was a little random. I um. don't have a laundry day. <laughs> I was just shouting out a random day. <laughs> um, it could be a Thursday. <laughs> it really depends. <laughs> It really depends. Um, but like I enjoy that. I enjoy um wearing shorts. Mm-hmm. I enjoy not have to worry about what I'm wear- wearing the next day or what I'm eating. Right. I enjoy not being in traffic and dealing with the commute. Yeah. I enjoy saving money on gas. There's just so many
1: pros for me. Right. So I just can't relate. <laughs> Um, my week it was, I I don't want to say light. It was a very productive week, but not like a overworking week. If that makes sense, like I, I didn't feel overwhelmed, but I did. I was able to get a lot done. Um, so that felt nice. I'm glad we got this long weekend of um, cold, <laughs> rainy, weather. rainy
0: weather. And yeah. that if you're in the East Coast, yeah,
1: Northeast, what a Memorial Day weekend, guys. <laughs> Um, so that I'll probably spend tomorrow watching TV and catching up on shows and stuff that I haven't watched yet. But, I mean, it's nice to not have to get up tomorrow at 7 o'clock, so. I mean, I... <laughs> you know, I'll probably still be awake. I'll just be laying in my bed. I definitely
0: was happy to get the time off. I'm always happy for time off. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought I'd be out a little bit more. <laughs> with the weather and... Yeah, not like The I weather thought. came in and said no. <laughs> No, you're not. Right. So, that was that. Right, right. So, what's happening in the
1: media? I wanted to talk about um, your auntie. That ain't my auntie. You sure? I am positive. Okay.
0: Okay, well. I wanted to...
1: (laughs) Why have so much hostility for your aunt? That ain't... Well, okay. (laughs) I won't completely deny her, but um, these comments do not reflect... (laughs) the auntie you know right 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 so auntie monique sweet babies
0: Mm. that's my monique impression (laughs) put out a video of her i want to talk about maybe she's in her home maybe she's in a
1: hotel i think she was in a hotel yeah
0: she has on a bathrobe (laughs) i can see the indent Mm -hmm. from her left nipple Jesus. I want to set the stage. I was about to say, because
1: I didn't look at that level of detail. I, but you think it's
0: important. I get it. It's important. I understand. <laughs> it's important when we want to talk about what she talks about. <laughs> Presenting this, this video to the internet, a public forum. Right. Um, You know, she starts off by saying she doesn't want to pass judgment, but mm-hmm. she is. Mm-hmm. Um, And a part of being an auntie is is sharing wisdom. Right. And she says that she was in the airport. She saw so many beautiful sisters Mm -hmm. and bonnets and hair scarves and slippers and pajamas. And she's wondering, where's our pride? (laughs) And that how can we be a queen if we're walking around in public? In pajamas and scarves. And apparently
1: she ain't seen no kings. No, just the queens. That she didn't think was appropriate. Right, just
0: the queens. And our bonnets and scarves and pajamas and sandals. I don't know if she's seen
1: a nigga with a And saying brand that
0: she <laughs> wants to put it on the aunties to tap. And I'm going to tell you, don't do that. To all the aunties out there. Keep your hands to your Don't be tapping no random black girl <laughs> talking about take that bonnet off. I don't know if you're going to like what's going to happen next. All right? Mm-mm. So, I'm going to say, I'm as a niece, I'm going to say, auntie, don't be tapping nobody. <laughs> but she's basically being like, how can you be a queen mm-hmm. if you ain't presenting yourself as such? And obviously, a lot of opinions came out. A lot of people were like, again, why are we policing black women? And, a lot, and her, but... right. a lot of people agreed with her. And unfortunately, a lot of people agreed with her. And, um, I brought up to say what she said was bull. Mm-hmm. We need to get rid of my black people. Mm-hmm. This sort of like respectable polit, like y'all realize all of that is rooted mm-hmm. in white supremacy and appeasing to the white man. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be doing anything. To make ourselves, quote-unquote, look respectable or look pride. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And so I resent her message. I resent messages like that. I resent people who think that that is how we need to present. Like, that's not going to stop us from being killed, from being um, discriminated against. Right. For being left out, us being in a suit and tie, th- mm-hmm. we're still a nigga.
1: And, well, and that's well, another thing. And so
0: is, I just don't believe in any of that foolishness. Is
1: that you shouldn't treat anyone differently based on what they're wearing. So even if a woman has a bonnet on, she should receive the same level of respect. But that adapters. also
0: lets you know that people do that. Yeah. That depending on how someone is dressed, they get to make up their own perception mm-hmm. about that person's worth, mm-hmm. and that's not, not okay, right? Yeah, and look. Because someone I saw a comment talk about, I mean, would you wear a bonnet to an interview? Was I said, Don't stop- be an idiot, <laughs> like, don't be an idiot. She's talking about seeing women in an airport who are right. traveling, right? Who are choosing to be comfortable as they
1: travel, right? And honestly, over the last year. Plenty of people done worn any old thing to everywhere. Yeah. Like, because I was interviewing people at my last show, and were people wearing things that I know they wouldn't have worn if they came to an interview in person? Absolutely. So, but that didn't mean that they were any less talented. But <laughs>
0: like, again, them having on really comfortable, relaxed attire fit the place they were at. Exactly. They're at an airport. Mm-hmm. So, would she turn around and wear... Pajamas and a bonnet to an interview? Probably not. Right. Because no, that's not appropriate for your standard interview attire. Yeah. People dress for the occasion. And those ladies were dressed for what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Sitting in an airport in a pandemic. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me that I need to give a damn about what I look like on a two-hour flight
1: right.
0: in a pandemic. I got to make
1: sure... Like, what? And honestly, when you do that, it'd be convenient because you hop off that flight, you take your rollers out, and you ready to go. (laughs) Like, like, so, you don't know what these people got planned, but whatever. And then, then ultimately, it's just not your business.
0: And then it comes down to that. It's just really not your business. Mm -hmm. Someone is wearing what they're wearing. It's not bothering you. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't bother you. Right. Um, They're minding their business. And Mm -hmm. why are you minding their business? Right. And not just mining yours. And the reason I brought up her attire, because as you address us about how we present ourselves to the masses, right, and you're in a bathrobe, more robe, people are seeing you, you right, than th- the people the, that you saw you them at in airport. airport, right. <laughs> so as you're sitting here in a robe with no bra on, mm-hmm. telling us
1: that we need to take more off. pride,
0: yeah, and that we can't be a queen. Unless we're like up to this whatever standard of queendom that I I have no idea who established what that means yeah because it's not it doesn't yeah. mean anything yeah I just thought it was whack yeah get off the white man's chains get them off of you
1: right because that's what
0: is really rooted in and it don't matter how smart you are mm-hmm. how polite you are um you know. Whether or not you use slang or not, Mm -hmm. how much money you have, a racist person, don't fuck with you, period. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to appease... Like, that's
1: not going to do it. Right. Monique is such an interesting person because it's like, you know, a couple years ago, she talking about how black women are treated differently and being paid with Netflix. And then here you come policing black women. It's like girl like you don't understand that what you're doing is just feeding into what you, you said mean, you was fighting against right
0: and she talks so much about you know
1: not playing the white man's
0: mm-hmm. game i mean you know and steve cool ass saying i'm going play the white man's game <laughs> you know what i mean like you you have these she's a, a interesting layered woman she
1: is for, every,
0: for everything that she says that makes sense, it's,
1: some stuff it's that don't. something on the other side where it's like... Girl, shut up. What? <laughs> right? Like, I wish you would... Like, can you run these thoughts past somebody, please? And well, not your husband. I am going to say... But not your is, husband. But she is, not that's the problem. <laughs> because as a grown
0: woman, and her husband and her are like the same age, somehow he's raising her. That's mm-hmm. her words. Yeah. Her husband, daddy, is raising her. Yeah, That... And that's where I close with that. <laughs> if y'all don't see how that is just... Huh? Mm-hmm. If that don't make you go, huh?
1: Yeah. Because it's one thing to say that your partner is helping you grow. Correct. The raising thing. It's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh?
0: <laughs> Who said what?
1: Yeah. She is an interesting person. Very,
0: And very, very polarizing.
1: But... Very, I mean... Huh? <laughs>
0: okay. Anyway. So, there are some award shows that has happened. Mm-hmm. I really hope that award shows can get back to their former glory. And I mean like when we were like teenagers. The uh-huh. showmanship is a little bit different. And I know the pandemic changed things. But personally, I found pandemic award shows to be a little bit better. Yeah. I feel like more creativity was given. I mm-hmm. hope that stays. But it was the Billboard Awards and the iHeart Music Awards. So, one, I want to give a shout out to Drake because he won... Artist of the Decade Award, and uh-huh. it made me sit back and be like, Wow, I feel old because for real, it really has been. Yeah, y'all have, we talked about it on other episodes. I knew Drake as Wheelchair Jimmy. Right. Sydney introduced me to Drake, the artist, <laughs> at a cool 17 years old, so it has been a decade, right? That he has been the soundtrack to my life. <laughs> Um, but it took me a minute to be like, dang, it has been that long, yeah.
1: um, of him putting out music. Yeah. Yeah. We've literally grown up with these people it's interesting. It's very interesting yeah. to like, cause I was write. talking about that with, um, about Chris Brown with somebody today. Like we have literally seen him since he was young. Uh, young. Correct. Um, and to still see him now still making hits in his own regard. Um, but it's just interesting to see people still thriving this long. I mean it's good for their career that they're able to But it, it also
0: it. now makes me feel old. Yeah. In the sense of like Yeah, we old their people, there are kids walking around, teenagers who love Drake and don't even know he was an actor. Nope. Doesn't know anything about his mixtapes. <laughs> literally only know him mm-hmm. for like the albums. Yeah. And that doesn't
1: sit right with me. <laughs> like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if there are children that don't know who Destiny's child is.
0: Yes. Ugh. Because there was this college speaking of that it was like maybe last year or year before, there's these videos talking to college athletes and they were showing oh, the yeah, artists. I that. And he did not know them, he didn't know who Britney Spears... I was yeah, like, I who, are, that, I who are raising
1: these children? Oh my <laughs> gosh. I, I thought, hate that they say like an OO baby. Like, can y'all say, just say 2000. <laughs> they're Y2K kids. Uh, but they say, they be like, you a OO baby? Like, ew, that don't even sound. <laughs> OO baby. First of
0: all, who is that? I You know what's so funny? I saw a meme the other day that really perfectly described how I view the 2000s. Mm-hmm. He was like, why do I feel like the 2000s, basically acknowledging the 2000s from like 2000, 2010, and this this additional 10 yeah. just somehow is still 2000 from 2010. When you say the
1: 2000s. Right. Yeah.
0: So he's like, so in my mind, the 90s were 10 years ago. Oh, and he's yeah. like, no, twenty. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, "Like it did the conversation in me yeah. before. I was like, yes! I really feel like the 80s was like 20, 20 years, years when it was not!
1: When I'm doing math in my head about years, I still reference like a year until 2000 and then I have to add 21 because it. it's like it's just easier to do the math that way for me but it's still it's so weird that now I gotta add a whole two decades. I literally
0: don't acknowledge 2010 and 2020 like it stops here and somehow we're in year 3000 like I and my time is so warped because I'm yeah. like
1: the 80s was like 20 years ago. No boo. And then us being in a pandemic, I feel like warped it even more. Because I'd be having an account and be like, was this last year or the year before? Well, yeah, I felt like we lost the
0: <laughs> Been reconnecting with friends. Yeah. To be like, wow, I literally have not seen you since 2019 and we're halfway into 2021. Wow. Right. It's so wild. And there's still friends on my list that I still have not seen. I have plans to see them, but like, there's still people I have not seen since 2019, a year and a half ago, which feels weird, especially for... Some of these people, I haven't not not seen them since I met them right. 10, 20 years ago. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it feels very weird. But anyway, I just want to say shout out to Drake. <laughs> and I do want to do a little honorable mention to Doja Cat. Now, we know she is problematic. Yes. But that girl can perform. <laughs> and she, her performers give a lot. they're very creative Mm -hmm. even though she be performing the same sets of songs it's always a new look Mm -hmm. a new color a new style like Mm -hmm. so she's very problematic (sighs) but whoever is doing her creative Styling her creative team, they would mm-hmm. be on the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, she got some songs. I just wish she wasn't so
1: problematic. Yes, or that she would admit that she was problematic and try to deal with. Correct. So that's how I think. That's what I would look for. Cause she like fights it. So I right. wish she would that's be like, "My problem."
0: She'd be like, "All right, yeah, I'm gonna try mature. I'm, gonna, you know, but she kind of
1: doubled down. That's on my it. problem. But she's so talented. <laughs> it's hard to escape her music. I won't lie about that.
0: And and <laughs> I. I do think she makes good music. I mm-hmm. do think she's talented. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, who's ever, once again, her and her creative team, her rollout is always well done. Well, she just mm-hmm. needs a better PR team. And I just feel like she so just can needs tell her to, what to say. mature a little bit. And yeah. she's young, maybe she will. That's
1: true, that's true.
0: Um, but I just, I do think she's overall a good artist. Mm-hmm. Um... She always have really good music videos. Uh, stuff that I would like to see. More creativity. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you know, what can you do, right? Um. Oh, I wanted to bring up a versus. So, the next versus is Timbaland
1: and... Swiss Beast. they have a rematch, right? Which,
0: who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <sighs> Actually, it's literally today. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. What was on the streets is supposedly... There's a versus battle coming for Bow Wow and the Soldier Soulja Boy. Boy. Yeah. Now I actually think for 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 a millennial, for our level millennial, because there are levels.
1: Yeah.
0: What a great time that'll be! I need them to hurry up
1: and announce the date. Let's announce be it. And let
0: me. I'm trying to do a versus watch party. <laughs> hey, i like, I want to be available. Tell I wanna, us the date. I want a watch party. Mm-mm, so when yeah. they do drop the date. I want to be like, y'all come over, let's watch verses together, let's have yeah. a little drink, let's have some snacks. Yeah. That's a moment.
1: Yeah, they need to hurry up and tell us the day. Tell us what's going don't on. Don't make it Juneteenth, please. It's too please much don't. stuff happening that day. Already. I'm
0: busy. <laughs> I got I'm My whole day, day is right. booked. Right. So, um, so I'm don't looking do forward to it. But yeah. the one thing I realized that I'm disappointed with already is, he's such a cornball.
1: Which one? Because no. honestly,
0: they both. I know, but one is funny and one is not. Oh, to me, okay. I think Soja Boy <laughs> is funny. Okay. He's corny. Okay. But I think he's funny. hmm. Bow Wow, as an adult, mm-hmm. is very. Ugh. He says, and not saying Soja Boy don't say things that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me be clear. Um, I'm sure Soulja Boy's problematic. I He's just, absolutely I problematic. He beat his uh,
1: ex-girlfriend until she had a miscarriage. Like... Okay, I wasn't aware of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about him. Uh, I talk in a sense of like uh, I find him funny, his antidotes, yeah. not his behavior, yeah. clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I talk yeah. about like their antidotes and stories, yeah. I find Soldier Boy funny, mm-hmm. where I find Bow Wow like, cringy...
1: hmm
0: He has that little man energy. Where he's, like, trying to make up for lost height. <laughs> he just seems mad all the time. That's funny. Now, as for their behavior as grown men, mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. they both could use some words.
1: I mean, uh, right. Yes.
0: Honestly. And I don't... Right. I, mean, I didn't know about... Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I got to Google that when we finished. <laughs> what show? Was that on Grown Up Hip Hop? Or another show? He was on... They was on one of them... Uh, Couples therapy shows. They've been on what? a bunch of shows together. Was um, it, it was the girl he was with on Love and Hip Hop? Yes, her. Yeah. They've been through so much. Oh, God. I think not know that. I think she has a case out against him really? right now. I might be wrong. I or The case may have been settled. I didn't know that. But the last time I checked, she had a case out against him. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to clear again. Because when they were on the couples uh, therapy show or whatever, he proposed to her at the end. Um, and then... Something Just went great. wrong after that, and yeah. So Again, for the record, I meant their antidotes. Yeah, you didn't even know about that, I so you I, couldn't speak to that.
0: I was talking about, like, Drake. You didn't know. I meant, right. like, funny shit. Right, yeah, Or yeah, when yeah. he was like, and he came, and I was like, Bow, that stuff to me is funny. Yeah. Not, they both need some help. Yeah, they definitely both need some therapy. Oh my God. Individual therapy. Honestly. Eek. Yeah. But I still think Bow is corny. Something about it's a shame how he's become corny to me, mm-hmm. has some great hits. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think the thing is, no one can take away Bao's movement and his mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. But we also have to admit you were 10. Mm-hmm. So, like, your success, which is good, mm-hmm. you were selling out arenas. The music you were selling was for ten year olds. Right.
1: You know, I think teens, his biggest teens. success that he had as an adult was didn't yeah, with him and Omarion. Correct. But it was like after that it didn't he didn't he it, hasn't he didn't really had jump over the hump. He didn't really have like an adult rap yeah, career. Yeah. So I think sometimes But and that's because he wasn't writing his own raps. I mean, let's keep it as that. He wasn't. And so that's why it became harder as an adult because you weren't doing it on your own, bud. I mean, if we be honest about it, I think sometimes he gets so
0: like, y'all be playing about me, and it's like I think we can all acknowledge your impact, but yeah. you can't you have to know that you're a kid, and mm-hmm. that does not equate to an adult rapper whose yeah. whole career was an adult,
1: yeah,
0: it's just different, yeah, some of your biggest hits were when you were like twelve, <laughs> yeah, which I still listen to. <laughs> Ba wow, wow you be
1: you be a like you I mean everybody will we say, still we bop. will be out of breath and we will still try. You, had some,
0: you had good songs on Marion
1: Yeah that was an album you Box know, on box
0: Shorty like <laughs> But let's not
1: act like Yeah You know? hmm. And Omarion was-, was on this um season of Mass Singer and I was like, Yeah, he was always very talented but just never Found his complete stride as an individual artist. I don't know. Like, he had... His first album was good. Yeah. Second album came out. It was good. He had some hits. And then I don't it know just what happened never, after that. Yeah.
0: Because I still listen to both of his solo projects. Mm-hmm.
1: Hits. Those when that happens, songs. I usually feel like it's something in the management that's too, not cause right. Because like... Because he never... He never... and even able able to make he it came back. back supposed
0: to be mm-hmm. monster hit, but, so, but it, def- it just it didn't ends. stay
1: on. Right. But I also... <laughs> y'all... <laughs> this is <involves> most like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. We was on
0: camera. Y'all, was. <laughs> y'all, like, so when you did it the first time, I promise you, I was like, okay. <laughs> y'all, okay. So when... I don't even know what you just said. I wish I could see this. So, what you say? You didn't hop on or latch on? What did I you don't say? I do not know. He didn't
1: make it over the hump. Make
0: it over the hump. Okay. So, the first time Sydney said make it over the hump, she did this little jump. Like you were like jumping the curve or something, right? The second time she did it was more like on a horse gallop. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first time. I said, okay, physical <laughs> comedy. When she did the second one and her hair flew and she really at this point was galloping on the horse. Oh, man. I had to pause and just look at her like, what are you doing? <laughs> Literally, what are you doing? Oh, I'm hot now. I can't believe <laughs> If y'all could see her. And one day we're going to record one. <laughs> Watch nothing funny happens at right. that one, but right. Like, Sorry, if y'all can see that, I just was like, okay, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> but anyway, all I have to say is, I actually look forward, if that finalized will come to be, mm-hmm. I think it'll be a good nostalgic moment, because a lot of their music was a big part of our, like,
1: team yeah. early 20 lives. Yeah, it'll
0: be a nice... It'll be a fun thing. Yeah. Ugh. I still gotta do some Googling, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, a mess. God. It's a mess. Um... That's pretty much all I have, unless you have anything. I can move on to a Bravo moment. So, I'm going to start off with Married to Medicine. Last episode was basically a couple different various scenes. One, I've talked about Contessa and Scott's relationship. Mm -hmm. He is a doctor who doesn't believe in therapy.
1: I hate yeah. Yeah.
0: And his wife, Contessa, Mm
1: -mm.
0: has really been wanting to fix their marriage. Honestly it's been the last couple of seasons on the show that has been Mm -hmm. talked about it. And he just seems so like we don't need therapy, it's fine, we'll figure it out. She's like, But how How? we're not figuring it out. She was like when we talk between us, it doesn't work. You don't want to talk to a therapist. And she talks about... She talks about their marriage to me as if she's been dealing with a lot of behavior for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Even that date predates the show that she's just been just dealing with. Right, And it's sad because I feel like there'll come a time where she's going to be tired of trying to make it work with you, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, at one point she says because um, Simone and her husband, Cecil, had like a dinner and they invited some of the couples over. Mm-hmm. And she was... And Simone's season have always been kind of like helpful for the other couple's advice and things like that. Mm-hmm. And Contessa was saying that sometimes she'll talk to Scott and they'll be trying to hash out things. She said he'll just get up and leave what? in the midway while she's speaking. How disrespectful, disrespectful and rude and dismissive that yeah. is. And even as she's telling them that, he's like, Relax, it's not. Th-. She's like, And he's doing it right now. Right. So he looks like a jerk. And what is weird is, like, I feel like every time we get to a reunion, he'll be like, you know, I saw it and we're working on it. And, he, and like, and you he still participate it. in it. Yeah. It's at the point now where I'm like, girl, just leave. girl leave him. Because yeah. I'm like, you only seem to be the only person, and granted, the show don't show at all, mm-hmm. but I do believe her, based off his behavior, that this is probably always who he's been. Mm-hmm. Very dismissive, very, I like it the way I like it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And... The fact that she's been married to him that long and has been able to keep it going is crazy to me because I would be like, I'm done.
1: Mm -hmm. You
0: don't want to get help. When we try to do it ourselves, you don't want to participate. I've... You know, therapy, you don't want to do... Friends discussions, you don't really want to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. then how are we supposed to fix it? Right. I do hope they can figure it out, but I'm just like, Scott... He has to put in an effort. He don't give a damn. I feel like he's the type mm. of guy where I feel like he don't care until she, like, bounce. And see, I don't like that. And I don't like stuff like that, but that's how it feels with... She keeps trying. He keeps shutting it down, and it's like, what in the world? Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So then... And so, then, the other thing is, um, Simone and Contessa talk to Toya. And we know, y'all, Toya this whole season has been really crazy. Not mm-hmm. Aggie beyond, like, just very argumentative. Like, just, even for her, it's like, girl. hmm And so, they go <laughs> to lunch, and they're trying to talk to Toya. Like, can't you see that? They ask her, are you okay? It seems something's off you. She has, n- like, no accountability. It's everyone's fault. Mm-hmm. And all I have to say is when you keep having blows with everyone and you're at the center of it, you're the it's not always everybody. Right. Now, even if those people can improve upon things, yeah. what does it mean that you're at the center of every single argument?
1: Right.
0: Yeah. It, it is partly you, dear. It's right. not just you reacting to the things they say. I don't mm-hmm. know if she'll ever get it. I'm definitely curious of what the questions and topics will be at the reunion because that's typically where accountability is given even if they don't accept it. It, It's actively talked about. Mm -hmm. Then we get to Anila's kids' birthday party, and Heavenly and Lisa get into it to the point where Anila's, like, screaming, like, not at my daughter's birthday. And they're really, like, fussing and cussing at each other. Like, come on, y'all. Not at the kids' birthday party.
1: Right.
0: God, Like, come on now. Mm -mm. Anyway, that was married to Madison. Once again good episode, balance of drama and fun. Mm -hmm. Then we're gonna go to Beverly Hills real quick. So Mm -hmm. I said I was gonna start talking about them a little bit more. So Garcelle and Kyle got into a beef last season and at the reunion, Kyle brought up the fact that um, Garcelle didn't pay her charity donation, she said she was going to pay. And Garcelle was like, you're lying. I did so pay." She was like, we never see payment. So what happened was <clears throat> breakdown in team's communications. Garcelle right. generally thought she did. Right. So after the season, obviously Garcelle's not feeling Kyle because she was like, if if something was happening, why didn't you reach out to me? Why mm-hmm. did you wait to the reunion until we were getting into our argument, by the way? Yeah. And when you were losing the argument, Kyle brought it up like a gotcha. Mm-hmm. And so on this episode, Garcelle was like, what What was that really about? Mm-hmm. And even Kyle said, you know, if we were in a good place, I probably wouldn't even brought it up. So then why did you bring it up? Right. To shame her, to embarrass her? And then yeah. Garcelle said, would you have done it to one of the white women? And I literally was like, who? Who? Speak about it. Who? <clears throat> and I love Garcelle for saying that. Yeah. And Kyle was like, her face was like... what What? you know what yeah never i know it had nothing to do with that and garcelle was just really letting her know her perspective as a black woman Mm -hmm. when it came to that moment when it comes to some of the sort of assumptions Mm -hmm. that black people black women get of you know maybe not paying a bill or that we don't tip or things like that Mm -hmm. and i really liked how on this show her being the only black woman, she's not trying to quiet that part of her. Like, this is, I'm a black woman and I'm bringing a black woman perspective, period. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Right. Like, she's not coming in to play their game. Right. And Kyle's like, I understand. You know, I'm so sorry, whatever. Mm-hmm. The girls take a trip to somewhere, Lake Tahoe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's the second racial thing I want to talk about. So, there's a new housewife nice who is Asian. Mm-hmm. Her name is Christine. She is married to. Um, the dude who directed Lion King. Money, 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 money. Right. Good for her. So, Kyle and Sutton, two white women, were talking and Kyle was explaining how she didn't realize that and she was happy that her and Garcelle could talk and to hear about Garcelle's perspective and Sutton kind of got this attitude of like, you know, well no, kind of kind of like whitewash it. Like, well no, it's not a racial thing. And Christine kind of goes and say, well look, You know, she and I really liked the fact that when she said, "As an Asian woman, I can attest to that." She was like, "My experience is still won't won't even be the same as Garcelle's, right?" But I experienced some of those stereotypes. This white woman, Sutton comes in, cuts her off. Christine can't even figure out what she... Couldn't even finish her statement and say, no, we're not going to deal with these racial stereotypes because I get stereotyped as some sort of southern redneck. And that's extremely Girl. hurtful. I'm educated, okay? Ugh. And Christine was like... Ah. And Christine was really trying to... I feel like be kind and try to correct her. Mm-hmm. This lady wasn't having it. And... On the end of the show, Christine was like, are you that girl that I don't see color girl? And Mm -hmm. that's how the episode ended. So I'm very excited to see next week. Right. Sutton has already done a public apology because she has been dragged, honey, dragged all over social media Mm -hmm. for cutting off a woman of color, Mm -hmm. for trying to share her experience, and then comparing a woman of color's experience to you being possibly called a redneck. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't y'all be tired, white people? Don't y'all be tired of trying to be oppressed? I don't think
1: they get tired.
0: Oh my. I mean, they will find a way,
1: honey. They sure
0: will. And so I'm really liking, again, her. Mm-hmm. She's an Asian woman and she's bringing that perspective and is not being this sort of um, quiet diversity hire. Because I yeah. know what Bravo is doing. Yeah, And I feel like some of the fans, typically white people, Mm -hmm. why does everything have to be about race? Because y'all made it that way. Right. And when you want things to not be about race, then you'll dismantle white supremacy. Right. And until that
1: day, shut up. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Complain to your ancestors. Right. Yeah. that's I was saying that earlier today. I... For white people to be an ally, you have to deal with what's in your own house first. Mm -hmm. You have to come to terms with what your ancestors did, and you have to check the people around you. Until you uh, have done those things, then I don't consider you an ally. Don't just say, oh yeah, I'm here for it. No, that's not what I need. Like, I don't need that. I need action. (laughs) And I
0: always tell my thing when people say, well, how can I be an ally? Sacrifice something. For you. Yeah. Sacrifice your comfort mm-hmm. or your ease. Be willing to drop a friend. Mm-hmm. Be willing t- <clears throat> to be at odds with your mother about it. Right. Sacrifice. Yeah. That's to me how you show allyship. hmm When you sacrifice for the greater good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. And there's other examples of how they could do that. But sacrifice something. And mm-hmm. that'll let me know you're really trying to be an ally. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I thought it was interesting and I think it's interesting as they're trying to be have these more diverse casts how it makes just natural occurrences between white women and, and black women and people of color like, that's life. Mm-hmm. What happened there is what people need to see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is when we go and this kind of to me connects back to like, the the being presentable and being palatable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change anything. Right. That woman got more money Christine has more money than all those women. Those women, both women she was talking to, mm-hmm. and cut her off. Mm-hmm. No, no, I was a redneck. I know what you're experiencing. How mm-hmm. easily that's done, mm-hmm. which is why you should wear your bonnet in public because it don't matter <laughs> anyway. You see, how I like to relate that. That's all I'm gonna do for a Bravo moment. I don't think I'm gonna give y'all every show all the time. Yeah, I just, just it too long when it's but it's one something to talk about. Yeah, yeah,
1: I get that. I get that. Um, all right, we had a question of the week. Wow, I had it loaded, and then as soon as I clicked that... Alright, um, would you rather get a face face tattoo if you're choosing or get a tattoo in a discreet area chosen by someone else? I feel like, yeah, the consensus was pretty much the discreet area. Um, one person said neither, which we don't accept those, but, um, Reese P said tattoo in a discreet area, my face is my moneymaker. Desgoss said discreet tattoo, as well as Hedgehog 1906 um, Kyra Spin actually said face, um, Seep, Seep Lando show, yeah, a uh, discreet tattoo, and then Joyful Lock said, let's go discreet, so what would you choose? I would do, like, a beauty mold tattoo. On your face, gotcha. I've always wanted one on my upper <laughs> lip. hmm there's this one makeup artist. I watch her videos on YouTube. And she has beauty moles. But since she's doing makeup, they get covered up. And so she's like, I'm about to put them back. And she always back. I know puts them makeup...
0: Back. I know another influencer I follow who put hers back because yeah. of makeup it. Yeah. The problem is because I do have a few moles. Yeah. And, like, my signature, my favorite mole is here. Mm-hmm. And I know I could dot. But some of my other ones that have popped up, yeah. I'll be remembering. <laughs> so if I put my makeup on, I'm just choosing a place to run place for the dot. Like, my family... We are moly people, mm-hmm. and as I've Same. gotten older, yeah. like, even on this side of my f- y'all can't see it, but city can. Mm-hmm. I call us Dalmatians, because the older we get, the more moles. That's yeah. how I know I'm not adopted, because I have more moles every day I wake up. Well,
1: that's what I always think, and I can't think of her name right now, but she's on Grown Up Hip Hop. Um, She was Mary J. Blige's stepdaughter. She has such beautiful freckles. Um, and so I always wonder, cause she wears makeup, but then you can still see her freckles. So I'd be like, I want to see her routine because I love her freckles so much. Um, but, and her makeup always looks lovely. So I'm like, do she go around the outside of her face and not do the middle of her face? I always wonder how she does that. Um, but I would probably do the discreet tattoo somewhere on my butt or something. Unless somebody else should. Well, I guess I would pick the placement depending on what they choose, but... You know, find somewhere, just great to put it. <laughs> so, is there anything else you've been watching? Um, I really
0: just saw... I'm really still catching up on shows, and I started watching High on the Hog, mm-hmm. that documentary. Really interesting. Yeah. I've already learned stuff that I just didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And the scene where he was kind of like walking the path that the slaves took in... How powerful, like, I would love to visit as many countries in Africa as possible. Mm -hmm. I would love to, like, trace my roots back, because I don't know. And a lot of African Americans, we don't know where we come from. Right. Um, How powerful, how... Also, sadness. I know. That has to be felt. Yeah. Part of the reason why I won't visit a plantation.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not interested in feeling what I know I would feel. Yeah. um, yeah. But it, it it's so interesting to just know, like, I know we are the culture, but it's nice to see the fact of,
1: of how it is, because
0: mm-hmm. we are the culture.
1: I wonder when they filmed this, because they had, like, a Juneteenth episode, and they had, like, the parade and stuff and everything. So I'm like, okay, this wasn't filmed during COVID. So I'm like, how long y'all had this in the tuck? <laughs> like, but, you know, some <laughs> of documentaries really be taking years. Right, so right, right. Who yeah. knows, child? Because it's really good, and, like, I have to go back and start over. But I saw bits and pieces of every episode, and it's really, really good. So I'm like, how long y'all been working on this? And I wish it wasn't just a limited series because I know there's more stories to be told. Um, And so I hope they, like, come back. <clears throat>
0: with There's another al- season.
1: There's also a documentary
0: on Netflix. It was, like, In Her Gardens. Yeah, I watched that on my um, Day with my mom. I couldn't finish it. Mm-hmm. It got really... Um, I just couldn't finish it. Yeah. Um. I hope I can come back to it. Yeah. Like, I'm getting emotional talking about right now, but it just made me miss my grandmother, and I just literally... I was enjoying it, but, like, I couldn't finish it. Mm-hmm. I had to stop it. So... Yeah. Maybe one day I'll be able to watch the whole thing, but yeah. for now,
1: I just gotta leave that one alone. Right. Understandable. I get it. But, yeah, that was really, really good as well. Um, and I finished the Upshaws, which is was good. They left us with a good cliffhanger that I do not feel like waiting a year to find out what happens next. Did they
0: get renewed for a second season? I don't know? know.
1: I really hope they do, because it's really good. Like... This is this is a show I probably would have watched if it was on regular TV. Like not even if it was just on Netflix. It's a really good show, and I like I like seeing Kim Fields Me acting again. Me too. Yeah. Um, so I, liked, Still I like Still wonder why she does the micro braids so much. I guess she really loves them. Her edges don't. Oh. Some like certain scenes when she pull her hair back, I'd be like, Oh sis, please, please, please!" Like. Let your hair... Let your scalp breathe. Mm-hmm. But she's always worn micro... Because that's like... Um, she wore... The sports analyst... I forgot her name. But that always wears micros. And I'm like, girl, like... She's been wearing it for years. Yes. I'm like, why are y'all doing this to your head? Like, I know it take a long time. I just... Yeah, I don't know. But... Uh, I think... Oh, and then I started watching... I have to pull up the name of this show. Um, that I started watching it today... The Mayor of Easttown. That's on um, HBO Max. I started watching that today. And I still, you know, if someone wants to pay for me to see Cruella, I will love you. Because I really want to see it. <laughs> but I'm just not paying $30 to see it. So, you know, if somebody wants to donate to us. Do
0: you want to split a cost There's 15 still... a person?
1: We need more people. Right. Because <laughs> I still like, why, did, why should we have to pay this much? How many people? I don't know.
0: <laughs> so we can watch it. <laughs> So how do we get everyone can pull their money. I don't know, like five dollars, five. That's six people. You had to blow up my spotlight. <laughs> I was counting, man. Come on, man. This episode about to be over. You're gonna know, embarrass me on my own show. Oh my god. Six people. You're embarrassing. You annoying. Would you hop on that?
1: <laughs> don't do it again. <laughs> What is wrong with her, y'all? Like you so know much, what? just getting to <laughs> 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 So yeah, that's what I've been watching lately. Since I think for Grays and Station nineteen, um, this week is the finale for the season. This is us, last week was the finale. So everything is kinda wrapping up for what would have been fall TV but turned into spring T V. So all of the new things will start um so yeah i think that's all i've been watching i can't think of nothing else um but today we're going to talk about how we cultivate specifically black joy because i think there are a number of ways that you can cultivate joy in general um and actually kind of piggybacking on like what the conversation that we had last week i read this article about how the pandemic gives us an opportunity to start fresh and like keep the things that did bring us joy during the time of lockdown, um, and it, and it being intentional about keeping those things in our life, um, and like it had you do this whole activity and listen stuff out or whatever. But um, I think that was a good point of like we did find these new things that we didn't know that we would enjoy before that we didn't have the opportunity to enjoy before, and so it's like figuring out how to cultivate those and continue to have those um, in our life moving forward. So. What does, how do you think you cultivate black joy specifically or just joy in general? Um,
0: I don't know. I feel like being my black ass self.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Right. That's one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the black part of it. Yes. Um, unapologetically being my black ass self. Yeah. That's the black part. Yeah. And then the joy, I think for me, one of the biggest, um, as much as I'm not a people person, Mm -hmm. I am. Mm hmm So being around people I care about and who I love, I feel like brings me. The most joy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being in those very black ass moments of black people I love mm-hmm. to me is like black joy when yeah. we're just <clears throat> doing what we do. Yeah, we're eating, we playing games, we laughing, we joking, we listening to music, like basically a cookout. <laughs> right. Which I mean, we gonna have plenty. Of those like that's an example because like for me I feel like um, the place where I feel like peace and like joy is when I'm like laughing with my family or when mm-hmm. I'm joking with friends or when you're enjoying um, like those type of moments mm-hmm. It makes me think about how much food is really a part of our culture like it that is. whole thing of just like
1: it really
0: is. all of that to me is joyful.
1: Because how we commune with one another. Correct. And, like,
0: I think that's why I like um, entertaining so much. I got that from my mother and my grandmother. Yeah. Who, she was, like, the best person Mm -hmm. with that energy of, like, love and community Mm -hmm. and good food and such a good environment. And I think, for me, that is, like, peak black joy to me. That's why I think of, like, a cookout. Just the thought of your friends, your friends, family, y'all got music, y'all got good food, y'all mm-hmm. playing Uno space, y'all laughing and just being yourselves. Yeah. And just having this sort of frankly protective space in that moment. That's
1: what yeah. That
0: to me is like black joy. Yeah. And another way for me is any place where I can show creativity.
1: Mhm.
0: Creativity drives me when I'm bored. If I'm if I don't feel the spark, Part of me... That's when I feel bored. When I don't feel like my creative spark. Mm-hmm. So I think when I'm feeling creative and when I have an opportunity to express my creativity, for me, that's also another example of, of joy for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I think for me, one of them is similar to yours. And it, it's when we are in spaces of bliss where we don't have to worry about all of the cares of the world. Where like for a moment you kinda forget (laughs) about all the terrible mess that happened around us and you just get to enjoy whatever you're doing at that moment. Like that's one of the big ways I think I cultivate black joy. And I think the other would be when we do things that aren't typically seen as black. And we're doing it and we're happy and we're proud. So like for example, our friend Justin, he's been on the podcast for Y'all go subscribe to his YouTube. It's Trailhead Justin. When I'm, like, seeing him do things that typically you wouldn't expect black people to be doing, I'm like, that's joy to me. Because you don't have to worry about what's expected of us. You get to enjoy and cultivate based on what makes you happy. um, And don't have to worry about meeting standards of blackness, whatever those are.
0: And for the record, black people, (sighs) I really want us to shape those... Yeah, chains off of us too. Yeah, we've literally created everything. Mm-hmm. We absolutely should be everywhere, right? Um, yeah. We hear it a lot in music. Mm-hmm. We hear it with food. Mm-hmm. That's white people food. No, no, ain't no such thing, <laughs> right? Or that's white people. No, it's not. We're yeah. creators of pretty much every freaking genre of music. Yeah, we should be black rock artists and country and metal and all of that, and that shit never take away that should never put a thought to think their are blackness they're embracing it right we should be embracing it all because exactly. we literally pretty much created it all
1: and i want to see black people in every arena succeeding correct like why wouldn't i we deserve right. that <laughs> right and why can't we right why right, right 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 um so yeah when i'm able to see people in all of the spaces that is cultivating black joy um to me But, of course, y'all know us. We got a little article. And it's interesting because it has um, 23 things that people can do to cultivate black joy. I think some of these we do inherently. Um, And then some of those, I feel like it just depends on the situation. Um, So, for example, deleting people on Facebook that post anything that belittles... Um, Black people in general, or trauma and things like that. I feel like we've been doing that. Yeah, when people post something questionable, it's like you got one more time. People a strict system, (laughs) right? (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, if I see too much, mm-hmm. I'm unfollow, yeah. whatever, because I'm like, I don't want this on my timeline. Yeah. I do think every now and, now and then, you should assess who you're following and what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And I have deleted, you know, unfriendly people and stuff like that, because like, no, whether it's like super negative, problematic views, mm-hmm. I don't want it, I ain't got to see it. Right. Um... So, I agree with that. Speaking of, on my Instagram, I can finally have likes. So, I don't know if oh, that's out for everybody. Okay. Yeah. But on mine, I got the option to. Mm-hmm. So, I hit my likes because I wanted to see what I feel a difference mm-hmm. being on it. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I just didn't pay attention to it. Because okay. I... I didn't look at it then. I'm not looking at it now. Right. Like, I wanted to see what I feel a difference being on it. Mm-hmm. Now that you can't see people's numbers. Mm-hmm. Part of me felt refreshed that I was like, okay, no difference. Yeah. That I wasn't good. paying attention to right, that type right, of stuff. Right, right, It
1: was like a self-check. Like, okay, okay. I, but I encourage,
0: <laughs> with that being said, I encourage people to try it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel a difference? Um, if you do, then is it a positive change? Because maybe you keep them off.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I just thought that was interesting. I I
1: guess if you do see it, feel the difference, then it might be a good idea 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 to to challenge yourself to keep it there. Correct. Um, Another one on the list that I, I feel like you've had this experience, I haven't yet, but enjoying your younger nieces, nephews, and cousins... And sharing your version of the world with them, and allowing them to share their version of the world with you. I know your nieces aren't old enough to like have a different, complete version of the world and share all of like the shows and stuff they watch. But I still feel like you. They will get it, right? Rest assured, right?
0: You, I feel like rest assured. Yeah, my nieces will know. Yeah, they will not be a child who don't know who Wheelchair
1: Jimmy is. They will know and lead their generation. Right. I think it's so cute when, like, little kids are, like, singing old school music. Because it's like, you was raised. Te- te- right? 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 Like, I, I, I see you. First thing first,
0: my niece Cassidy can do a killer squat picture. And that was me. I'm dead. And so I'm leaving my mark with the children. Because mm-hmm. you got to be able to do a good squat picture. Yeah.
1: But I do think it's important to have <laughs> close relationships example. with younger kids. Because it's like... They are the future. like And they uh, keep you young. Yeah, they definitely keep you young. And we've talked about this in the past. The younger generations are some, to, in a lot of ways, more progressive than us. Very and so, so I'm sure, I am absolutely sure there will be things that they can teach us when it comes to that point, like, that we didn't know or didn't think of.
0: And I think as we get older, let's not be a boomer, guys. Right. Let's be open yeah. to learn from the youngins. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not be those people
1: we complain about. <laughs> right, right, right. Agreed, agreed. Um, another way is to not waste time trying to educate white people about why Black Lives Matter. I f- also feel like we gave that up a while ago. A while ago. <laughs> I also gave up arguing with uh, black people about all lives matter. I, I mean, had to. Let I won't it go. do that either. I had to let it go.
0: Because <laughs> if you if you want to be on that train, be on that train about your damn self. Right. I don't do that. Yeah. Um, and I even had to stop myself just with the DEI work mm-hmm. I do at work. Um, the consultant that we hired, she's a black woman. And mm-hmm. She and I have gotten close, and she's been helpful professionally. And something she told me, she was like, you can't fix it all, so stop trying to. And ever since she told me that, I was like, oh, Okay because <laughs> I am a fixer and I'm always trying to fix people's problems Yeah, and I was trying to fix stuff that was going on regarding the DI She's like, it's a process. We all got to go through it. You can't fix it all. Yeah. And that made me like let go of it. I don't explain nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I let people know, you know where you can find information because you find it any other time you need it. Mm-hmm. And I've told... Several people, white people at my job, do not put the labor on black people right. to teach you how to be a decent human being.
1: Right. And I what I also tell people is, because I don't like this even when it don't come to educating people about blackness. Google. Like, try put effort in. And then if you need clarification, come, come to. to right. Feel comfortable coming to me at that point. But put if you didn't even in. try... Then don't waste my time because you're going to piss me off. Because you're being
0: lazy. Put effort in. Right. Like Google ain't right there. When
1: you want to figure stuff out, you figure it out. Right. Yeah.
0: And so I'm not going to make it easy for you. Yeah. Because you're good. (laughs) Yeah. You can figure it out. Right. Especially these days, not only was there stuff, we all know, especially as a black person, there was plenty of resources Mm -hmm. pre. Pandemic, frankly, pre George Floyd. I hate to say his name, but they use him a lot
1: mm-hmm. in this
0: sort of new wave of uprising. As a black person, I'm like, this is not a new uprising, it's but, not, but okay,
1: it, it apparently is what woke a lot of people. Uh, it
0: woke up a lot of people. In they referenced him, they referenced that, yeah. And so, yeah. prior to him, there was a lot, mm-hmm. and you know, even with his passing, and rest in peace there's even more. Yeah. So there's really no excuse. Yeah. for you to say you don't know and don't know where to find it. Mm-hmm. I it's just it's just not. Right. If you don't want to look for it, just say that. Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm still not going to help you. Right. And yeah. that's that. <laughs> um another thing that I feel like connects to this is celebrating the lives of black people. As in I do think especially like we just had the anniversary of the murder of um George Floyd you did see a lot of people talking about his death, but you don't see as many people talking about his life. Um, and so just finding ways to celebrate people, one, while they're alive, and then even after they have left us, finding ways to celebrate the life that they did live. But right. um, And then supporting black artists and black businesses, even when it's inconvenient. Um, and I
0: think that even when it's inconvenient is really important to yes. put, because I saw a post of someone reposted on Facebook She's someone who I've been debating about unfriendly <laughs> for some time now. <laughs> um, we went to high school with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, her
1: name starts with a B. I mean, I don't... Just mouth it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm. I tell
0: you, I'm she
1: close. Go, she, she very much so goes back and forth of whether she chooses to be... Problematic or not. It's She very does. Confusing. It's very, she's like, it's like one month she's enlightened and the next month she's not. She, uh, um, I don't know if her Facebook. <laughs> I tell
0: you, I'm about to, cause she be, I just be like, girl. So she's like a Monique, everyone. A yeah. layer, very layered individual. Yes. Where for every piece of something that is wise and makes sense, there's some other stuff where it's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. So she reposted someone. black person talking about nail salons and like y'all wonder why we go to Asian salons she was like there isn't a deposit to book there isn't um what they say I could just walk in anywhere I'm not in someone's house very disparaging Mm -hmm. and I was like if y'all don't see the bigger picture with supporting a black nail tech or black artist Mm -hmm. beyond that you don't get it there's a reason first of all historically we have less capital to even have businesses so we can't just get a a shop in a a shopping center Mm -mm. and and have a nail salon we don't there's a reason. That's not yeah. just done you think the nail tech really wants y'all in, in her, her house. Right. <laughs> like there's there's a reason for that. Yeah. And a lot of times with the deposit thing, I don't like it either. But come on y'all, y'all know why they do it. Because y'all ran that are people one, people run out on paying. Mm-hmm. Two that is people's bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And if they know they have $50 or $100 coming and everyone just cancels on the last minute, mm-hmm. they don't have time to rebook with someone else, and now they don't have money. Right. Now they're going to And by the way, now the place I do get my pedicure is an Asian salon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> now, um, they have a system where they do actually make appointments and they put your cell phone number in. Mm-hmm. And they have a new policy where, like, if you make an appointment and don't show up, then next you make an appointment, you have to pay a deposit. Uh-huh. So I just want to let y'all know that yeah. when people skip out on an appointment, it hurts us all. And yeah. that's all that is. Yeah. This is not the black nail... T- I just felt like posting that ignorance and not seeing... Yeah. How there are vast differences between why she's why that nail tech mm-hmm. maybe doing it in her home, maybe has higher prices, mm-hmm. than a full-blown
1: family business right. that's been in business for 20 years. Right. And that's what another... That There's a difference. To a good point of saying, like, yes, things are going to be more expensive from small businesses because they don't have the ability to go to a mass factory that can make Y'all things... Y'all been dealing with Fashion
0: Note for too damn long. <laughs> And Facts. dealing with Amazon for two day long, Facts. y'all get mad when you can't get a package in two days. Oh my god! Yeah. This girl is independent business in Florida is not Amazon right. who can kick it out in two days. Right, right, yeah. People, like we're part of the problem, y'all,
1: mm-hmm. with some of this type of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And so we have to be more mindful of our criticism. Um, because with some neurotechs, I do think there is criticism to be had, but there are certain things where it's like, okay, you holding them to a standard that's not realistic and like, stop it. And instead just support them so that they can get to the point of where you want them to be. Like they can't get to a shop if they don't have customers. (laughs) Like, so just continue to support and continue to pour into and continue to promote these people so that they can continue to grow. That's how business works. And then, my <laughs> other thing
0: from black person to black person, because we
1: always want to support each other. Mm-hmm. If you choose
0: not to see a, a black nail check, just using that example, mm-hmm. for those examples you posted, why share that negativity? Oh, yeah, that's why true. Why not make it a silent choice and just <laughs> go to the song? Go on about your bit Right. And not disparage yeah. anybody. Yeah,
1: that's true. Silence, you, my no friends. No one tweets about all of the stores they go to that are owned by non-black people. We don't do that at Who all? does Right. Nobody so does that. Do so why do you go
0: out of your way to right. do that Yeah. to someone who looks like you? Mm-hmm. Be quiet at the end of the day. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Send them a note. Yeah. Send yeah. them an
1: email. Say, here's my thoughts. Yeah. Do and then leave it at that. Yeah. Right. 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 Because a lot of them don't they be pedicure. <laughs> And it's like if I'll get my nails, I won't get my potatoes done at the same time. No, like... They don't. <laughs> or no, I really, really do hate when they only do long nails. It's like everybody don't want that, right? So like for me, I do get. I, um, so
0: I do my own nails. Mm-hmm. I've been buying press-ons. Now I have switched to been buying only press-ons from black-owned companies, mm-hmm. um, but I do still get. My pedicures from like your traditional like Asian owned salon because mm-hmm. I literally don't know as of now. Someone if y'all know somebody, let us know. I don't know any black male no text that
1: do pedicures. I don't. I know one. Okay, who I go to, and I don't know if she's because I haven't gone to her since before the pandemic. But I know one, uh, and the the whole shop that she's in are black women. Um, it's a black owned salon. Um, on Rice of Sound Road, but. In, for me, in Baltimore County, that's the only one I know. I don't know okay. another. <laughs> so, so yeah, I didn't know any. Yeah. Um. So, but
0: that doesn't mean it won't be one day. Yeah. There are more and more... Mm-hmm. I see more and more black nail techs. Oh, yeah. And oh, I yeah. hope to see more and more black-owned nail songs. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Go to Afropunk and be snatched while there. Look snatched on Instagram and show yourself living your life. I don't know if I like that one. We don't always have to show ourselves snatched. Like, why we always got to be extra presentable? I don't like that. <laughs> I just... uh We can... we can Go we to can. Afropunk and wear a bonnet. <laughs> I mean, hey. And wear a bonnet of
0: salvation. Because
1: <laughs> that's, that's what her. she called it. Um, let's see... Black joy is about loving our uniquely black practices as an act of self-love, so be proud of the way that you were raised. I understand that. So be proud but not you call Kool-Aid stuff. red and not cherry. Right, or the grape it does not really taste like grape. But I don't know. You know something? I don't like grape Kool-Aid. It don't taste like grape. <laughs> like, I don't buy it. it tastes like purple. <laughs> I, so, I, um... And do kids still drink Kool-Aid? Not the pouches, not the pre-made pouches. Like do in people the, make... My kids will drink Kool-Aid, because there's Kool-Aid in
0: my refrigerator <laughs> right now. I don't think Kool-Aid is in my black-ass house, <laughs> and it has been in my mom's house, and all I know is Kool-Aid, and my
1: young children will be drinking Kool-Aid from me. Our neighborhood called our house the Kool-Aid house, because so, when we'd be playing... Everybody will come in our house to have some Kool-Aid to go back outside and get funkier. There's Kool-Aid in my house. Now, my favorite Kool-Aid flavor is not,
0: you know, the normal flavor for black people. And that's that's okay. okay. Exactly. That's okay. it's still
1: my black ass So what is it? (laughs) Orange. Okay. I don't think I ever tasted orange Kool-Aid. It's the best fucking flavor of (laughs) Kool-Aid
0: Most people are like, that's a flavor. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. They got every flavor. They and got mystery
1: flavor. Orange
0: Kool-Aid doesn't taste like oranges. Right. But yeah. it's bomb. <laughs> I literally buy orange. I buy the lemonade.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I buy red. And mm-hmm. that red could be strawberry, tropical punch. Watermelon. Watermelon. <laughs> I love the blue raspberry. It's oh, It's literally me too. the baby blue Kool-Aid. Yes, oh my Supreme God. Supreme yes. Kool-Aid. Yes. That's number two. Yes. I always have that. That's probably the next flavor I choose. <laughs> Kool-Aid stay in my home.
1: Yeah,
0: I was just, I was Kool-Aid thinking about that the other day. sweet tea. Like, do kids drink Kool-Aid? I don't know. They missing out. <laughs> I, I know they got the pre-made pouches, but. I wish they made, remember when they, every, remember when they had Capri some big pouches? Oh, yeah. They got rid of them. Yeah. Bring them back. <laughs> little slurps to slurp. Right, because I'm going I mean, I can't even get two full sips before it's gone. Honestly, bring back put, the big gulp Capri, put Capri Sun in a gallon jug. For real. <laughs> and let me pour how much how how I much? I tell you every now and then I get a taste for Capri Suns so mm-hmm. I'll buy a little 10 pack two days they're my house for two days <laughs> because I have to drink three to feel satisfied That's hilarious. with a
1: Capri Sun we tasteful. should totally buy Capri Suns when we go to Tennessee <laughs> we should I love Capri Suns <laughs> and be at the pool drinking Capri Suns I love Capri Suns are you kidding me I wish Mm-mm. they would make the big ones because yeah. there's a period in time where they made bigger ones yeah yeah. but anyway um, the last one I'll read off this list is black joy is about healing go to therapy amen <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Amen. Because really feel, we do have yeah. traumas that we need to deal with. And
0: I think there is less of a stigma, but it still is there. Mm-hmm. And y'all, like, we all could use
1: it. At literally every single person on this planet could use yes. to sit Probably down. some animals. So. Maybe. <laughs> but you know, I'm sure it been do things. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure. We've been be them animals. down, right? Killing them down, domesticating them, I, I know they don't want to be the stuff.
0: yeah um therapy is needed and the one thing i've learned is that you could need therapy at different points in your time in your life oh yeah for some it's been consistent once they started it's been it's been consistent there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. for me it's been situational i go back when i need to and there's nothing wrong with it and you can only i mean it's it's just a good way to heal if you can now Therapy costs money, everyone doesn't have access, so right. I acknowledge that some who may want to do therapy can't afford it. Right. I encourage you to, um, you know, at least start with some books, start with some literature to help you. Mm-hmm. A lot of there have been some great, I love a good self-help book. Right. Just as a refresh. And also, at least... With journal prompts or things that can help you start to work yeah. through things. Yeah. If you can't afford... But sometimes you do group counseling can be cheaper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you go through like a university, the, so that's you what I was about to say. There that.
1: are therapists one that are still in training, so they have to get hours, and so it's going to be free. And then there are therapists that do pro bono work. So sometimes ask it. Do, it does not hurt to ask, and they have websites with therapists that do pro bono work. So it's like we all need the healing, and if you are having trouble finding the healing, like. There are resources, and so I encourage you to look and to try and to see what resources there are within your reach. Because I do think living in trauma can hinder joy. Without, if we don't heal and deal with the things that we've gone through, you can be hindering how much joy that you should be living. And
0: we've all been through something, y'all. We yeah. all yeah. have hurt. Yeah. And... Dealing with your past in the present, in the dumpster fire of a life that we live in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you're not feeling most joyful, it can feel like it's choking you. Yeah, your current day and trying to stay above water, things in your past, mm-hmm. it can feel like it's really dragging you down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Put some of the take the load off. Mm-hmm. Get a clear, freer mind. Therapy is amazing. Sometimes you may have to shop around. Yeah. yeah. I was lucky my first one was it. And I was lucky because her first one knew my first one, (laughs) and that was it. (laughs) Everyone doesn't... Have that experience. Yeah. So I know for some it could be a challenge to find one. Mm-hmm. But especially as a black person, there's so many resources to find black therapists. Yeah. That didn't even exist, frankly, when I started therapy. That yeah. exists now. Yeah. I just got lucky and was Googling <laughs> and found one. Right. But there's so much, many more and there's like databases now mm-hmm. that can
1: help you find a black therapist, whether mm-hmm. you would like a woman or a man. Right. It's funny because speaking of that, when I'm looking for doctors, I truly do hate having to like go through all the doctors that are on my insurance, and then having to Google to try to find a picture of them. Like, are they black? And then reading the review, oh, it's so it's, it's challenging. Exhausting. Oh my god, it it's is. challenging. Yeah, it's for all of the doctors. It takes a lot here. of effort. It does, but like we said earlier, part of cultivating Black joy is putting in that extra effort sometimes and going out of your way to ensure that you're supporting. Uh, 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 ourselves. Personally
0: and then outside of just the support for me mm-hmm.
1: I feel more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah that's true. So yes
0: you're doing a good thing by supporting but f- sometimes for your own comfort. Yeah. Having a black doctor makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah, Yep. yeah.
1: Yep. And whatever
0: true. service you're getting whether it's you know therapy or, or you know OBGYN or mm-hmm. dental work mm-hmm. you just feel more comfortable. Because mm-hmm. they look like you.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I definitely agree. So we all hope that you're doing things to cultivate more black joy in your lives. Of course, there are more ways that we didn't mention, but we tried to like hit on some of the ways that we definitely do it and ways that we have done in the past to continue to cultivate joy in our lives. Um, so that's all we have for today. Keep up with us on social media, um, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, follow us on all of the platforms, because we there is some content that we only drop on certain platforms, so if you're not following us everywhere, you won't catch all of it, um, and then, you know, you can always email us, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. As always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.